Welcome back to the Shir and Svasemis after our Pesach break. Um, the Shir actually has resumed in Kilat Chaverim in Yerushalayim, a wonderful shul that hosts the Shir, and in fact did take place last night. Unfortunately, I pushed the wrong button at the wrong time, so it was not recorded, which means that Mina Shamayim, I was supposed to review things a bit more and say the Shir again from home. So welcome to all those who are joining in this way. Um, as we go through the Svasemis again on some aspects of Parshas Tazriya Mitzorah. Let's start off by the very word Mitzorah. Mitzorah is the word that describes a person who has Tzaraz. Tzaraz is that phenomenon which appears on a person's skin when the person is spoken, spoken Lashon Hara, as Chazal explained. The word Mitzora is described by Mepharshim as being a compound word, Motzi Ra, one who brings out Ra, one who brings out evil. Now, the Nesiva Shalom describes this almost as the fumes that come out from something toxic, meaning the fact that the person said Lashon Hara is, so to speak, the tip of the iceberg of the evil that's inside of the person. As we know, the Chavetz Chaim speaks about this at length, that Lashon Hara comes from very corrupt midos, very corrupt character traits, all sorts of combinations, whether it's hatred, whether it's arrogance, whether it's jealousy, all sorts of things are going on inside that are evidenced by speaking Lashon Hara. It reminded me a little bit of an ad that I heard once by a dental association telling people it's very important to get a regular dental checkup because sometimes a dentist can see just through things that are not healthy in a person's mouth evidence of internal diseases that you wouldn't detect otherwise. So over here, the tsaras is that detection of something bad which is going on inside. The Svasemis explains it differently in a few places. In Parshish Tazria, in the year Tafresh Lamad Zayin, he explains that Mitzora means that the person actually is taking out or detaching Ra, the evil which is inside of him. Okay, and he explains what's going on. Says, Said, everything and every person has in it Tovara. That's part of creation. Okay, he says, but in the way that Tov and Ra were created and are combined in the entire system of creation, that is something which is good. That is something which serves the ultimate purpose for which HaKadosh Baruch Hu created the world. As Chazal explained the Pasuk, at the end of creation it says, He saw everything that he made and Tov mode, it was very good. And in the Medrash, it says that Tov represents the Yetzirah Tov. Ma'od, that which makes it very good, is the Yetzirah. says, Ki because as the Yetzirah was created and meant to be, Hurak Mashu. It's only a fraction of an entire system. When it's battle, and it becomes subsumed in that entire system. But you have to be very careful not to separate and amplify, so to speak, the Yetzirah 
from that system in which it is contained and utilized in its way that it's supposed to be. As we say in Kriyashma, that you serve Hashem B'cholavavcha, Chazal said, B'shnei Yitzarecha, with both of your Yitzarim. In Parshas Mitzorah, your Tofresh Lamed Beis, the Svasema says, Ki mashenosan HaKadosh Baruch Hu Yitzarah gamkin la'odom, the fact that HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave a person a Yitzarah, Kamoshu Bichlal, the way the Yitzarah is included in the sum total of that human being that Hashem creates, so then, it's not something that opposes the service of Hashem, or so to speak, works against Hashem's creation of us as Ovde Hashem. He says, but, once again, you have to be careful not to be motzio minaklal, not to separate it out. The Kliyakar also explains Mitzorah in a similar way. Rav Yaakov Meir Shechter, Shlita, official Shechter, great speaker in America, said he was once visiting Eretz Yisrael and he went to see Rav Yaakov Meir Shechter, the great uh, Breslover, Magid Shir in Yerushalayim, and he asked him what's something he should speak about since he speaks publicly often. He says, tell people that it's okay to have a Yetzirah. Sometimes a person, when you discover that you have a Yetzirah, you're so horrified, but you have to realize that's the way HaKadosh Baruch Hu created you. The question is how it's managed, so to speak. The Svasemis also continues on with another image from the process of the Mitzur's Tahara, his purification. He says, The Mitzur brings two live, tahor, pure, kosher, so to speak, birds. He says that these, these represent, so to speak, the Yetzir Tov and the Yetzir and they're both called alive and tohar. Shekamoshin asonam Hashem Yisbarach, the way in which HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave us those powers, him toharim, those things are tohar. They are clean and pure. Kamoshonim, as we say in the morning, neshama shenasata bi toharahi, the neshama that you placed inside of me is tohar. He says, imken yeshdai tahara tocha odom. That means that the person has the power of tahara inside of him, that the sum total of his spirituality is meant to come out tohar. You have to be careful not to detach anything from its source. Okay, If we detach the Yetzirah from its place and from being controlled and ruled over and conquered by the good, then it becomes a very dangerous force. Now, this is something really that applies to any Avera. Any Avera means that we're taking the life force inside of us and we're letting the evil become dominant and take over, so to speak. Why is it that the Torah emphasizes particularly the influence of Lashon Hara in creating a person who's a Metzorah, who unleashes this evil so much? In order to understand this, we have to understand a little bit better and in a deeper way, what the power of speech is. Svasemes in Metzorah, Tafleish Lamed Hay, says the following. He says, Ve'isa ki tzaras bo mi Loshon Hara. Tzaras results from Loshon Hara, which is Motzira. What that means is, he says, you have to learn from the, spirit, from the physical body about the spiritual systems as well. 
says, Just as you look at the way the body is supposed to work, you can understand something about the way the nefesh is supposed to work. He says, That the primary sources of a person's vitality, the systems that are visible to us that we see, that are constantly cycling life through the body, are the lev and the rea, the heart and the lungs. Vadam Now the blood which is in the heart, mispashit It is pumped and then spreads through each of our limbs, even to our fingertips and toe tips, and then it returns to the heart. That circulatory system keeps us alive. As the Torah says, Domo benafsho. and the lungs also work in a cyclical way. the breath comes out. and air comes in. So he says, this is what happens in nefesh ha'adam as well. He says, Ikar kochan shel Yisrael Chazal said that the main power of the Jewish people is in the mouth is in the words. Now, it's important to note that we have a problem in terms of the way we deal with expressing words, reading words. We're trained from a young age not to say things out loud, to read quickly with our eyes and silently. A person who moves his lips when reading is often viewed as someone who's kind of intellectually slow. But the tourist picture of how we are supposed to learn and daven is with expression, utilizing the force of our voice to the extent of our ears hearing that which we're learning. And this is something which is very powerful. He says, when you speak, it's the that when a person speaks, just as breath comes from inside of us, so too the words that we're bringing out from inside of us when we say words of Torah these are words of life force that actually bring us life. As it says, Chazal tells us, the Posuk Chaim Heim Ehem. In Masech Hazarevin, they explain that the words of Torah bring life to those who express those words, to those who bring them out. And he quotes the famous saying, Dvarim Hayotzi Min Alev Nichnosim El Halev. In the footnotes in the Svasemis I have, that's attributed to Rabbi Tam. Words that come out from the heart enter the heart. Now, I'll explain first the, the more standard way of understanding that saying before going to how the Svasemis is going to explain it. The usual way is that if a person says something with their heart, if they're sincere, if they mean it, then other people will accept their words as well. Those words will affect other people. They tell a story about the Beis HaLevi, of Yosef Dov, Levi Soloveitchik, the... Um, founder, so to speak, of that uh, Soloveitchik dynasty. And they came to him once and told him that the Maskilim, the um, new, so to speak, uh, free thinkers, as they called themselves, were influencing many young Jewish people to abandon the traditional paths of Torah. And he said, I'm not surprised. And they were shocked. They said, why, why are you not surprised? Do you think there's something to what they're saying? He says, no. But he said... They're ernst, meaning they're sincere. They really believe in what they're saying. They really believe that what they're saying will bring about the salvation of the Jewish people, of humanity. He said, if we were as sincere about what we're teaching, 
we would also be able to influence people. So that's a standard approach to that expression, things that go out from the heart, enter the heart. The Samus explains it differently. It's not speaking about entering the hearts of others. It's speaking about entering your own heart, as he explains. He says, that every word of Torah that a person expresses as it is meant to be expressed, with all of his heart, they will enter his heart. And then he will re-experience those words and be able to reconnect with them in a different way and taste them in a different way. And it's just like the heart which pumps out the blood throughout the body and then it flows back into the heart and there's a new process that goes on and takes place again. The Besaren of Karlin explains in his explanation of the God of Pesach something that really adds another dimension to the famous style of davening that you find in Karlin Stolen Hasidim. They daven very loud. It could be called screaming even. Not just screaming with the mouth, but it's a whole body experience that gets into it. Now, some of the explanations I'd heard that when people criticize this way of davening, again, it's not every part of davening, they're silent in Shema Nesrei, that, you know, why are you doing that? It seems in Shema that you're not supposed to be screaming so loud, etc. So they give two answers. Number one is that when you're screaming, you're not sleeping. And we tend to be people who are constantly falling asleep. Number two is that when the house is on fire, you scream. Okay, there are times in which it's appropriate to scream. And they viewed our state as one in which you have to be screaming. But the Beisaren, let me actually open it, on the Haggadah of Pesach, says the following. In the Halach Ma'anya, when we say, someone who is needy should come and do the Pesach. What is his need? He says, the need here is a spiritual one. A person knows, I have to fix, I have to improve, I have to heal, but I don't even know where to start. I don't even know what and how to work on. He should come, right? Many Sfarim explain that the word Pesach means Pesach, the mouth that speaks. Speak, before HaKadosh Baruch Hu. He says, because Speech is the key to all. You aren't able to fix anything without speaking these words before HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Whether words of Torah or words of Tefillah. However, he says, that has to be done with the life force that HaKadosh Baruch Hu put inside of you. Meaning, the words are there, but they're somewhat not alive. There are different ways to say things. You can say things where you're simply activating your vocal cords. Or you can say things where the very divine life force inside of you is awakened and then enters those words. And then he says, Ki He brings that drasha from Chazal. Then they bring life to the ones who speak them, right? And do that. So he says, again, you have to be yachnis b'chol dvarim, 
והדיבורים שלו, החיוז של הקדוש ברוך הוא, that life force of הקדוש ברוך הוא, זה עיקר יציאס מצרים. And that's actually an aspect of יציאס מצרים. Okay, so he says, a person has to try, להח יוסף סנפשו, you have to try to awaken, right, and bring to life your נפש, ולהלוס הכל בתור למקורו. And by doing that, you're connecting the words of Torah or tefillah that you're saying to their source, because their source really exists inside of you. Their source is HaKadosh Baruch Hu, the Neshama, which is a chelak elokamimal, which is a, a, a portion of divinity inside of us. And if you can connect that to those words, and then, by doing that, you're able to connect those words to their source and they come alive and they have power and then that power changes and transforms you and is nichnas al-alev and it enters you and it brings life. Chaim him l'motza'ehem. So this is the power of speech. Now, obviously, if this works in the positive way, there's also the negative side to it as well. As the Svasemis goes on to explain, he says... Now the one who speaks words of evil, especially Lashon Hara, where he speaks ill of others, where he brings others to arguments and machlokas, he says, where's that coming from? Just as we said, the heart has positive power in it, as I'll say, there's in the left side of your heart, left representing weaker, right, as opposed to the dominant right side of the heart, where the Yetzar Tov is. This is the Yetzar As it says in Kohelis, Lev Ksil Bismolo. The heart of a fool is on the left side. Now, Kshemotzi Hevel Smoli Bachutz. When you use that power of speech, and especially if it's done with passion and enthusiasm, you're bringing that out into the reality. Then it's also it comes into your heart as well. It's toxic. Those very fumes poison you. And therefore, that brings more ra into the person and the ra separates from its source and becomes a dominant force. And this is the world of the motzi ra. That's how, as it says in Mishnah, Moves v'chaim biyad haloshan. Death and life are in the hands of the tongue. And the Tanchuma says, Asak When you're involved with words of Torah, and again, words of Torah can be very broad, all sorts of positive words. That means positive words of encouragement to others, words of chesed, of kindness. Then you get life. The Torah is an Eitz Chaim, Eitz Chaim Hilamachzikim Bo. And, says the Tanchuma, Hurufu Oso Shalashan Hara. That is the cure for Lashon Hara. Because it says in Mishlei, Marpe Lashon Eitz Chaim. The Eitz Chaim, which means the Torah, is the Marpe Lashon, that which heals the tongue. In the Gemara Erchin it says, The boy Chaim Belishne, the boy Mavis Belishne. Someone who wants life can be achieved through the tongue. One who wants death. Also, Rashi explains, what does it mean you can get life with your tongue? Osek Batara. Mavis, death through the tongue. When a person utilizes his speech for things of foolishness and negativity. So now 
we have a pathway at least to try to see how the Mitzvah makes his way back. How, if he's in this cycle where he speaks evil and that awakens the evil and makes it stronger and more predominant, how does he get out of it? Interestingly, the Nesiva Shalom speaks about the Pesach where it says, V'huva el ha-kohen. It says that the Mitzvah will be brought to the Kohen, implying someone else is bringing him. He says there the Torah is actually showing us a solution to people who are caught in a cycle of negativity. There's an idea of a person who's in prison usually can't free himself from prison. When a person's caught up in a cycle, the very fact that they're stuck in that cycle means that they can't get themselves out. So there are two things that can help. Meaning if you have friends who can help you step out of that cycle. El hakoin, that can be a tzaddik, someone who is able to reach you, help you, see things differently, elevate, learn how to fix. Those are two important steps, he said, for getting out of negative cycles. But here, if we go just to this concept of what it says in the Pasuk, we find the problem. Okay, on one hand it says, what's the refuah of the Lashon Itztara? But there's a Medrash in Vayikra which says the following, This will be the Torah of the Metzara. And the Medrash brings a Pasuk, the Pasuk in Tilim says, To the Rasha, Hashem says, Who are you to speak in my laws? The Medrash continues, Omer Rabbi Levi, he says, Matsinu, we find sources in the Torah, Nevim and the Ksuvim, Hashem doesn't want the praise of a person who is a Russia. And the source that he brings from Torah is from the Mitzorah. The Mitzorah is told, Val yate. he has to let his mustache grow, which implies we're covering over his mouth, closing his mouth. And what does the Mitzvah say? V'tome tome yikra. When he's banished from the machna, when he's banished from the camp, he has to stand there and he has to call out, tome tome, I am tome, warning people to stay away from him. The Maharazu, the parish on the Medrash, explains that Rabbi Levi's understanding of the Pasuk is, is that it's defining what the Mitzvah is to say and what he isn't to say. Yikra dvarim tomeim, he has to speak about the fact that he's tome. V'lo dvarim kedoshim, but he shouldn't speak things of Kedusha, to praise Hashem, So now, what is the Mitzvah to do? He is banished in order to embark on a tshuva process. And we see that the only way to reverse that process of negativity that he got him, caught himself in is words of Torah and Tefillah and positivity. And yet the Pasuk seems to say, but how can you do that? And it kind of makes sense to us. Because he's damaged his mouth, it's contaminated. How do you say these things of purity and holiness with something which is so contaminated? The Srasemis gives us a very important answer which is key to our avoda in many ways. He says, Ach gamze emes. It's also true. Despite all of this, we are still able to repair the damage with the Torah. To repair ourselves, hagam with the understanding that it is not Torah as it's meant to be. It's not Torah coming from a pure place, 
from a pure mouth. But if the kavona is l'shem shamayim, if the purpose of my learning is because I want to exit the negativity, I want to enter the world of the positive, I want to bring health instead of illness into my neshama, I want to draw close to Hashem instead of distant, then that can help. This is what Chazal meant, Medrash Eicha, Hama'ar Shabo Machzir Namutov. The light of the Torah can bring people back to the good. Now again, this is only if they approach it, as the Svasema said, the Shem Shamayim. Right? I've often said that the word Mo'or, the Balatanya writes, there's a difference between Or and Mo'or, between light and Mo'or, which means the source of light, like the sun. If a person realizes that the Torah is the source of light and he wants to absorb that light and he wants to drive away the darkness, then even though he has not changed himself yet, he needs the Torah to change himself, Hama'or Shabbat, that source of light which is in the Torah will bring him back to good. But if a person is just academically studying Torah knowledge, that won't necessarily do anything for him. It may even harm. So this is what the Mitzvah can do. And the Svasemis continues and quotes the Pesach from Mishayo. Bari who created the power of speech. For the one who is distant, and for the one who is close, Hashem said, I will heal him. Meaning that there is a Torah of the one who is close, but there's also the Torah for one who is far. The Mitzvah has those Torah, Torah he has his Torah. It's the Torah of the one who's far. It's the Torah of one whose neshama isn't pure, whose mouth isn't pure, whose mind isn't pure, but who wants to purify, who wants to get close. And that Torah will bring him close. Hashem says, Urfosiv, and I will heal him. The Svasemis says that it could be, but there he says, it's like a hint. We find an interesting contradiction in the Psukim. On one hand, it says, Vuhuva el that the Mitzvah is brought to the Kohen, but it also says, Vayotza koin el the coin goes out to the Mitzvah. Who's going where? So he says that when the Mitzvah is involved in the Torah of the Rachok, of the Torah of the one who is distant, and he's learning L'shem Shamayim, he says, the Nitzot, the spark of that Torah comes to the coin. It makes the coin aware of the Mitzvah and the fact that the Mitzvah is transforming and that it's time for him to go out to the Mitzvah and to see his progress and to help him in his way back. So this is something that's a problem in general in so many ways. The Yetzirah tells a person right, who wants to do some Mitzvah, how are you going to do a Mitzvah? With that hand that didn't have very, you're going to do a Mitzvah? With those eyes that didn't have very, you're going to do a Mitzvah? With that mouth, etc.? pushing us into the sense that we can never get out of the cycle. That's not true. There's the Torah of the Rachok. There's the Torah Samitzorah. And that applies to all of us in all these ways. As long as it's a Shem Shemaim, as long as one wants to grow close. Qualitatively, it may not be the ideal Torah, but it's the Torah for that situation. And it's the Torah for you. And it's Urafasiv. It brings Rafuah. It reminded me of a beautiful parish I saw. I'm trying to remember where I saw it. Just this Pesach on the Pesach and Tilim. Mina anoni Hashem, I call out to you from the Meitzar, from a point of restriction, of tightness, of limitation. 
answer me Bamerchav in the great wide openness. Now, I usually understood that, and I thought many people understood that as well, is that when a person is in a tight place, they finally scream out to Hashem. They finally call out to Hashem with all their heart, and then he answers us, Bamerchav. But this parish touched on a beautiful thing. If you think about it, when a person's really going through difficulty, they don't have the strength to scream out to Hashem. They don't have the strength to call out. They're beaten and depressed and worn down and frightened and all of these different things. And part of what tortures them is they say, if only I would cry out to Hashem properly, He would answer me. But they try and they can't. They just can't. Hashem knows that. You call out from the Metzah, it's very limited. And what comes out in that call to Hashem isn't very impressive looking. But if you want to reach Him, if you want to grow close, even if it's limited in that way, He answers us with the Merchav. So this is the world of the Metzara that even if we don't have actual Tzaras now, teaches us so much about the process of healing, of attaching to the positive when we've attached to the negative, of connecting to our source, of putting that Yetzirah in its proper place so that its energy is ruled over and utilized by the Yetzirah Tov and it's where it's Hashem meant it to be in the system. The Rihuk, the distancing of the Masara, is actually the Tikkun. That enables him to get things back in balance. That gives him the push to learn the Torah of the Rochov that he's supposed to learn, to identify what has gone wrong and to be able to put it back in its place. I want to finish just with a beautiful image the Baal Shem Tov said in the Baal Shem Tov Ala Torah where he explains what Chazal said that HaKadosh Baruch Hu relates to us with two hands, Kavayochel. There's the small docha, the left hand which pushes away, and the yamin, the stronger hand, which is mekarevis, that draws us close. He said, where do we sense these things in our lives? He says, if a person has ever said a brocha and actually felt and experienced what he's doing, when you say the words, baruch ata Hashem, that you are actually addressing now personally, ata Hashem, the creator of all, the eternal, says that is experiencing the Amin Makarevis, the right hand of Hashem that embraces you. When do we experience the small docha, the left hand that pushes us away? We feel it so often when you want to daven Shman and you really want to focus, but then as you start davening, you feel an itch from a mosquito bite that you got last night, and you think, oh, you know, I don't have any mosquito repellent at home. Summer's coming, I should really get mosquito repellent. So I should probably go to the drugstore. If I'm going to the drugstore, I should probably check with my wife if she needs anything from the drugstore. And maybe I should just check that my prescriptions are up to date with the doctor. And by the time you finish going through your drugstore inventory, it's already time to step back. And the person looks at himself and says, how did that happen? I had so much to daven for today and I really wanted to daven. And I came on time and I wanted to prepare for Kavana. And it's just not natural. I don't usually sit here daydreaming about Pharmacy shopping list. He said, that is the small docha. That is Hashem pushing you away. But, he says, remember two things. When someone pushes you, they're very, very close to you. They have to be. 
They're actually touching you. And remember that it's only the left hand which is pushing you. And the purpose of that push is simply to awaken you so that the right hand can draw you close as is meant to be. Zastara Samitsara. There's so much that we can learn from this and so much that can give us strength and encouragement as we're constantly trying to make our way back to closeness to Hashem. Wishing everyone a wonderful Shabbos.